Welcome to Sprinkles in Your Day with your host, Monique. Let's enjoy the day together with inspiration, hope, joy, and love coming your way. Wherever you are, just press play. Relax, sit back, grab a water, smoothie, coffee, or tea. We are here to inspire you to reach for your dreams and your goals while adding some sprinkles along the way. And let's face it. Who doesn't love sprinkles on their ice cream, donuts, or cupcakes? It just makes everything taste better. So, without further ado, let's jump in. Please make sure to subscribe, follow, and also leave a review, rating, or both. And you can DM me any questions, comments, or suggestions that you may have for the show. Also, if you would like to be a guest on the show as well, I would love to have you. I love to have that one-on-one connection with my audience. And I will leave all the info, email address, all my social media outlets in the show notes. So, also, you can please make sure to share this podcast with a friend, family, neighbor, or hater, whoever you think will be blessed by this podcast. Okay, so thank you so much for all of you that are always tuned in every time when this podcast episode drops and just be sure to subscribe follow so that you never miss an episode okay and i want to thank you all for this amazing beautiful community of everyone around the world that always tunes in okay and continues to tune in you all make my day and i love each and every one of you Cain and Abel, scripture taken from Genesis chapter 4. Adam and Eve had two sons. One was called Cain, the other Abel. Cain worked in the fields growing crops while his brother Abel looked after the sheep on the hills. They both grew up loving God and tried to please him in any way they could. Once Cain offered some of his freshly cut crops to God, while Abel offered him one of his newborn lambs. God was pleased with Abel's lamb, but did not want Cain's crops, thinking they were not worthy of him. So then Cain became so jealous that God had accepted Abel's offering, but not his own. One day he suggested to his brother that they should go far away and go take a walk together. While they were out, Cain killed his brother. When Cain returned home, God asked him where Abel was. I don't know, replied Cain. Am I my brother's keeper? But God knew. He knew what he had done and said your brother's blood 
cries out to me from the ground. You will be punished for your evil. You will spend the rest of your life wandering the earth and you will find no rest. But I will be killed by the first person who sees me, cried Cain. And then God said, you will not. I will put a mark on you that tells people that if they dare kill you, I will take seven lives in revenge. And so Cain collected all of his belongings and left his home forever. Noah's Ark Scripture taken from Genesis chapter 6 through 9 God was angry. He saw that most people on earth were not obeying him. So he decided to flood the whole world and drown everyone in it. But there was one man he decided to save. This man's name was Noah. God knew that Noah was a good man and wanted to save him from the flood. You and your family must build a great ark, God told him. In it, you will gather together two of every animal on earth. Do this and you will be saved. Noah and his family set to work. They cut down the tallest trees and used them to make the frame of the ark. Then they covered the frame with rough planks of wood and put tar on the inside so that water couldn't get in. They all worked very hard for many months. Finally, it was finished. Noah then gathered together two of every single creature on earth, just as God had told him to do. The animals lined up and slowly began to troop into the ark. There were so many of them, it took a very long time. Everyone helped to load enough food and water to last them for months. Once Noah and his family had joined the animals on board, Noah shut the huge doors behind them. And then the rain began. It rained for 40 days and 40 nights. Soon the whole earth was covered with water and became one big sea. The only things left alive on earth were the people and animals inside the ark. For months and months, the ark tossed around on the sea. Noah peered through the windows every day, hoping to see signs of dry land, but he saw only water. One day, he sent out a raven to look for dry land, but the raven didn't return. Then he sent out a dove to look for dry land, but the dove didn't return either. Noah sent out a second dove, and then when it returned with an olive leaf in its beak, Noah knew that this was a sign that the waters were going down and dry land wasn't too far away. He sent out the dove once more, and this time it didn't return. Noah now knew beyond a doubt that the flood had almost disappeared.
he looked out of a window and was overjoyed to see dry land on the horizon. Gathering his family together, Noah told them the news they had waited so long to hear. Then they sailed happily towards the shore. After he had made sure all the animals left the ark safely, Noah got down on one knee and thanked God for keeping his family safe. I promise, said God. However, angry I became. I will never again destroy what I have created. Then he put a beautiful rainbow in the sky. Whenever I see a rainbow, said God, it will remind me to keep my promise. And when you see a rainbow, think of my promise and be certain that I will keep it. The Tall Tower Scripture taken from Genesis chapter 11 After the great flood, Noah's sons had children. Then those children had children, and on it went. Noah's descendants filled every country in the world, and they all spoke one language. They were learning about things too. They learned that if you baked clay, it will become very hard, and from this you can make strong bricks. With strong bricks, you could build houses and buildings. So one day, someone in a place called Babel had an idea. Let's build a tower and make it the tallest tower anyone has ever seen. He said excitingly, we will become famous and everyone will envy us. Work began on the tower, but God who had been watching them became sad. These people are becoming as selfish and vain as the people I punished with the great flood, he thought. They have not learned anything. I must teach them a lesson. So God made everyone speak in different languages because they couldn't understand each other. The tower couldn't be finished. So everyone had to go and live in the part of the world where their language was spoken so they would be understood. Ladies, mark your calendars for September 22nd through the 24th, 2022. It is the Joyce Meyer Ministries presents Love Life Women's Conference in St. Louis, Missouri. Listen, this is the big event and it is live and back in St. Louis, Missouri. So, ladies, the Love Life Women's Conference is back where it all began. Joyce Meyer in the St. Louis, Missouri this is a milestone, okay? It's a milestone event that has been happening for 40 years in the making since 1982 up until now. Could you believe it? What a blessing that is. So join Joyce and others with some dynamic special guests 
and the energy of thousands of women who are worshiping together again coming together and it's going to just be a huge celebration that you won't want to miss and the guests include Joyce Meyer herself who's also the host and as well as Pastor Joel Alstein, Pastor Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Chris Tomlin, Torin Wells, Phil Wickham and Brandon Lake and listen we understand if you can't make it in person, you don't have to miss out. You can join us online and bring the party home. That's right, at joycemeyer.org slash lovelife. That is joycemeyer.org slash lovelife. Listen, you don't want to miss this. Can't wait to see you there. Abraham, scripture taken from Genesis chapter 12 and 13, 15, 18, and 21. Abraham was one of Noah's descendants. He was a wealthy man and lived with his wife, Sarah, in a place called Haran. Although Abraham and Sarah had a happy life together, their one great sadness was that they had no children. One day, God spoke to Abraham, I want you to take everything you own and go and live in the land of Canaan. There I will make you the father of a great nation. Abraham loved God, so he did as God asked. He gathered together all his sheep and goats and made the long journey to Canaan with Sarah his nephew Lot and Lot's life and Lot's wife also went with him as well. At first there was plenty of grass and water for Abraham's animals but as the years passed and his flock grew bigger there wasn't enough to feed them all. Let me go and live further down the valley said Lot. There will be much more grass and water down there. Abraham would miss Lot, but knew it was the right thing to do. Some years later, Abraham saw three men passing by close to his tent. He invited them in to share a meal with him. When they had finished eating, one of the men told Abraham that he had a message for him from God. You and Sarah are going to have a baby. The man smiled, but Sarah is far too old enough. She's old to have a baby, Abraham exclaimed. To his amazement, some months later, Sarah gave birth to a baby boy. They called him Isaac. It was then that Abraham remembered God's word from many years ago. I will make you the father of a great nation. Abraham was very proud that his son Isaac would be the first child of that nation. Isaac and Rebecca scripture taken from Genesis chapter 24 Isaac grew up to be a fine young man after Sarah's death Abraham decided that it was time for his son to have a wife 
He wanted to find a girl from his home country for Isaac. For this difficult task, he sent his most trusted servant. The journey was long and tiring, so the servant decided to stop and rest outside the city's walls. As he rested, he saw some girls who had come to fill their water jugs from a nearby well. I will ask one of them for water, thought the servant. And if she brings water for my camel too, then I know she will make a fine wife for Isaac. So he picked out the girl who looked the kindest and asked her for a cup of water. To his delight, the girl filled his cup, then ran off to bring water for his camel. The servant fell to his knees and thanked God for leading him to such a kind, lovely girl. He was so taken with her, he asked her if she would take him to see her parents. They would be delighted to meet you, replied the girl, whose name was Rebecca. She took him to her house where he was welcomed and offered food and shelter for the night. As night fell, the servant began to tell Rebecca's parents of Abraham's wish to find a wife for his son. He told them that he thought Rebecca would make the perfect wife for Isaac. The more the servant talked, the more Rebecca's parents came to understand that God had intended their daughter to be with Isaac. They agreed to the marriage at once. There was so much joy in the house that night. Early the next morning, Abraham's servant started his long journey back to Canaan. Rebecca and her parents had agreed that she should go with him. It was evening when Rebekah and the servant arrived in Canaan. Isaac rushed back from the fields where he was working and stared at this beautiful girl standing right in front of him. He fell in love with her immediately. A happy Isaac and Rebekah were married shortly after. God's word is forever alive. I am declaration. I am walking in purpose and living my dreams. I am a breathing example of faith. I am creative, innovative, and full of energy. I am organized in my time, thoughts, and efforts. I am courageous, clear, and productive each day. I am blessed with supportive and healthy friendships and relationships. I am continuously walking in God's favor and peace. I am financially, spiritually, mentally, and physically healthy and wealthy. I am stress-free, happy, peaceful, grateful, and successful. This concludes today's episode. I hope and pray that you are blessed and uplifted in your soul. And just be sure to catch me back on next time. And this is Monique signing off, adding sprinkles in your day.
Continue to stay blessed, stay healthy, and stay safe. Smile. Jesus loves you, and I do too. Peace and love.